What I've learned is that you need to ask more questions over the phone than anything else. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Trevor McGregor. Trevor is a real estate results coach. I've been paying him and working with him for years now. He actually is responsible for giving me the idea to do a podcast. So it's not only about transactions that he gives advice on, how to find more deals, how to make more money, but also how to build a holistic plan around your real estate entrepreneurship endeavors. That's what I love about working with Trevor, that and being held accountable for what I say I'm going to do and actually making sure that I follow through and do it. I feel like I'm a pretty results-oriented, accountable kind of person, but it's always nice to have someone who's there guiding you along the way and giving you strategy as well as psychology tips for how to deal with you know the things that come up as a real estate entrepreneur. Trevor has made a wonderful offer for the best ever listeners, and that is that he's offering a free coaching session Go to coachwithtrevor.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-W-I-T-H-T-R-E-V-O-R.com. Highly recommend them. I've worked with them before. I'm currently working with them right now as my business, as my real estate investing coach. Highly recommend you do the same. Take them up on his offer. Get a free coaching session, coachwithtrevor.com. Best ever listeners, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. My name's Joe Fairless, and this is a show where we cut out all that fluffy back and forth stuff. We don't get into that. We don't like it. We only get into the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. Spoken to many wonderful best ever guests previously, and we've got a great one coming up. How you doing, Kevin Hope? I am doing excellent. Thank you, Joe, for having me on the show. Very exciting for me. Yeah, my pleasure, my friend. A little bit about Kevin, and then he'll get into it in more detail. He's a real estate agent with Holton Wise Property Group based in Cleveland, Ohio. He has uh, leased over 75 units since becoming an agent last year. He's also a licensed insurance agent. And he's a real estate investor. He's just like all of us. He's purchased and sold several properties. And um, you can say hi to him at his company's website, Holton, H-O-L-T-O-N, Wise, W-I-S-E, propertygroup.com, or just simply click the link that's in the show notes. Kevin, with that being said, do you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening, best ever listeners. A little bit about my background. I went to Cleveland State University, got a bachelor's degree in accounting and uh, graduated college with no student loans, no debt and decided real estate was going to be my new passion because I didn't really have any interest in getting a job as an accountant. Um, I really just got the expertise so that I could uh, follow my numbers better and hopefully in the end build a business for myself and be an entrepreneur. Uh, So that's where I got started. Um, And then I ended up getting into real estate, buying and selling low-priced homes in the east side of Cleveland and the west side, the inner cities, areas that I really don't suggest going into unless you have a good knowledge of the area and uh, can be there to go there regularly and watch over your property. Um, Once I met up with James, he kind of opened my eyes into being a real estate agent instead of an investor and showed me that you can do both at the same time and 
make a much better living and have a much better quality of life doing it. So I became an agent with James and uh, from there, everything just exploded. And when you say James, you're referring to James Wise. Yes, I am. Who is one of the founders of the company and best ever listeners, you can check out his advice. I've actually interviewed James episode 318, 318. You can go listen to James. So uh, you met James, you got into you know the different side of things. I want I want to uh, talk about just quickly about when you were selling buying and selling homes in the area of the city that wasn't isn't uh, as isn't what you would recommend investing in. What was that like? It was dangerous, I will say. I was going into a lot of vacant homes that you never know if there's a squatter living inside of that house or what you're going to run into. Um you go into a lot of properties where the people are staring at you and don't really, they kind of give you looks like, hey, you shouldn't be here right now. Um, it's just a, it's a risky area to go into. I know friends and people who have, uh, let's say, have been robbed in that area. Um, my car got broken into one time while I was inside of the home, heard the window break, ran outside, stole my book bag, and they took off running. So that's why I say it's not an area that I would invest in. It was just a very easy entry to get into the real estate market. So it worked out well for the short time. Um, but once I got into the market and got my feet wet, I knew I needed to go into much better areas. What are the main differences between what you, your approach that you were taking before and the approach you're taking now? So the main difference is that the area is, it's a much better quality area that we're in now. We're in C neighborhoods instead of the D and F neighborhoods that I was starting off in. The tenants, they take better care of the property. They don't destroy it as much. The tenants, they're better qualified as well. They uh, have jobs, they have good income, and they're able to afford things. The properties that I was previously buying in, I was they were CMHA Section 8 tenants, so they didn't have any income. You know, They were getting housing vouchers for, their, for food stamps, and they were getting vouchers for heat and electric, which is all good. You're always getting your guaranteed rent, but in the chance that they don't like the property, they destroy it. And the chance that you got to evict them, they destroy it. They're just a much more harsh tenant to work with. Now, what's your focus? My focus now is on the west side of Cleveland, which is the area that I grew up in. Um, Not actually Cleveland, but I grew up on the west side of the Cleveland. uh, I, I grew up in the suburbs, but still on the west side. So I'm much more familiar with it. Um, My dad actually has a warehouse in the west side of Cleveland inner city, which is where I invest in now. And so I'm a little bit more familiar with the area. And uh, it's just a better overall experience. And you've leased over 75 units since becoming an agent last year. What have you learned from that process? Yeah. So since I became a real estate agent with uh, the Holton Wise Property Group, we do property management. And so I started off with, I'm going to become a leasing agent and I'm just going to get out there and lease a ton of properties. What I've learned is that you need to ask more questions over the phone than anything else. Your time is very important and drive time can take up a considerable amount of time during your day. So by eliminating 80% of the people that you talk to over the phone, you're only working with the quality people that you know are able to actually get approved for the property and not just want the property. How do you how do you go about kind of qualifying that process? So my questions, um, I'm pretty blunt. I get straightforward. I've heard every story you could think of, sob stories and 
everything else. Uh, so I kind of skip right to the point. Have you ever had, have you ever been evicted? Have you ever had any felonies? What's your credit score? What's your income? Do you have any pets? Those are the five basic questions that I stick to. And from those five questions, I can get a pretty good understanding of whether or not this person is going to qualify for our property. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you ask them, how old are they and what's their race and, and gender? Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We always get into that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> kidding, everybody. Best ever listeners. Kidding. <laughs> All right. So you ask them, you ask them those questions. Uh, what is the qualifying income? What what type of formula do you use? Typically, three times income to rent is what we're looking for. Three times income to rent. Okay. If we give us an example, yeah, absolutely. So one of our one bedroom apartment buildings might rent out for five hundred a month, and uh, we're looking for somebody to take home fifteen hundred a month. Is that after taxes? Yes. Okay. You. Three times income to or after taxes to what the rent will be. What about the credit score? Credit score. Um, this one gets tricky, and this is usually the trump card for most people. Everyone seems to know if they've ever been evicted or if they've ever had any felonies. They don't, however, know what their credit score is. So I kind of got to walk them through it. I tell people if you're a 600 score or over, you're going to get approved. That's a pretty good score. Anywhere from 500 to 600, you're on the fence. And what we're going to have to do is then run your background check, run your credit score check, and take a look at what comes up in the credit score check. We're looking at open lines of credit. We're looking at unpaid collectibles, um, that sort of stuff. Typically, if you have anywhere over $3,000 in in collections, you're going to get denied. Sometimes, depending on what it is, you can push it a little bit higher if it's medical bills or student loans. But mainly we're looking for credit cards, cell phone, cable, internet, gas, electric. Those sort of bills are what we're looking at. Not so much the student loans and the medical bills. Has your process evolved since you've been doing the, the rentals? I mean, you've got, you, you, you started with zero rental units that you've leased and now you're at 75. Yes, the process has definitely evolved. It used to be hey guys, I'm having an open house. Anyone come and we'll talk about it when we get there. I stopped doing open houses because I just would have 15 to 20 people show up to a rental property and it would be mayhem. It wasn't good. So it was hard to keep track of everyone. It was, uh, you know, I had to only let one or two people in the property at a time. Everyone else had to wait outside so that I could kind of keep an eye on when they're in the property and didn't cause any damage or leave any windows unlocked to come back later and, you know, vandalize the property. So I went to a much more strict uh, questionnaire over the phone. And from there, I cut down so I would only have three to five people show up. And of those three to five people, I'm almost always closing one of them. Have you considered employing a virtual assistant to ask those five questions? I've been thinking about it. I've tossed the idea up with uh, James Wise as well. Right now, it's just not feasible for us to do or for myself to do because I'm, I like being a part of it. And I, I still like learning and figuring out new things. And just by getting a virtual assistant to take out the middleman of asking all those questions um, and kind of getting a feel for him. I don't really, it's not interesting to me as much just because having that conversation with the person really gives you a good sense of feel of who they are. What would you be doing? Let's just, let's just role play for a second and assume that you do get a virtual assistant or, or an assistant to answer those questions. 
then what would be your role? What would you focus on? My role would just be showing the properties at that point. It would be um, scheduling the showings and then making sure I'm there on time and waiting around for anyone who's not on time so that I could make sure that everyone gets inside of the property to see it. And if they need to, they can then fill out an application with me while at the property. With the management of the actual property once it's leased, are you involved in that? No, I am not. Once I lease out the property, management takes over from there. They handle collecting the rent, collecting the security deposit, calling the tenants to get them in the uh, to get them in the door to put down some sort of payment so we could put the property on hold for them or they bring in the, all the money, we'll give them the keys right then and there. Kevin, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? My best real estate investing advice ever has to go out to the out-of-state investors. Uh, And that's because these are the people that I deal with the most. These are the people that we service the most. Um, So I hear a lot of stories uh, of bad experiences that out-of-state investors have had with uh, wholesalers or turnkey operations. Not to bash either of them because, you know, they have their niche and they make good money doing it. Um, And there are a lot of guys out there that are doing it the right way. But overall... Um, those are the people that I get most calls. Those are the people that I get most complaints about because they're saying, Hey, a wholesaler sold me this home. He told me it was in a good neighborhood. He told me I'd have no problem renting it. He told me I'd have no problem getting a property manager for it. And I'm finding out that I can't get any of that done. I just own an empty property and I'm afraid it's going to get broken into pretty soon. Um, and my typical response is, well, if you would have done a little bit more due diligence in who you bought a property off of, you would have known, you would have seen that you're buying it off of somebody who has is going to make a substantial amount of profit off of selling you that home. Whereas if you use a real estate agent, we don't stand to gain a very large amount of money off of selling you one home, but our goal is to sell you the right home so that we can sell you multiple homes and then make a good amount of money off of you. We also have a fiduciary responsibility as a real estate agent to give you um, you know, the best advice and, you know, so you can, we're trustworthy, um, you know, we're loyal to you and you're going to have a much better experience when using a real estate agent over somebody who stands to make a lot of money making you one sale. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I know wholesalers would have a, 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 another opinion on that, but it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting to, to hear that perspective. Uh, and I, I, the compensation structure certainly is different. But yeah, I I think there's there's generalizations that you mentioned that I I don't necessarily agree with, but uh, I I do understand that approach with, uh, you know, the different compensation, compensation and alignment of interests on that with the with, with your with your business. You're based in Cleveland. You're from Cleveland. You have uh, been investing in in the area where's the opportunity right now? The opportunity right now is in the western west side of Cleveland, almost to the Rocky Rocky River. It's uh, far west Lakewood, um, West Park. That's the area that's getting hot right now. And why is that? It's a trendy area. There's a lot of bar, there's really good bar scene over there. So a lot of the young people here in Cleveland are moving over to that area. It's a lot of rental properties mixed in with a lot of homeowners. So You don't really, you're not all rentals and you're not all homeowners. So it's a good area. You find that a lot of people who rent in that area eventually try to buy in that area. You know, they might be renting a duplex for a while and then they realize, 
why am I paying all this money in rent when I could uh, buy a duplex, live in one half and rent out the other half and get rid of my mortgage? What's been the most challenging aspect of your job right now? The most challenging aspect of my job right now is uh, is the insurance. It's a new industry for me that I haven't been involved with as long as real estate, and uh, I'm just breaking into that industry. So that's been the most challenging industry is breaking into that industry because I'm doing it all self-study, self-learning, really not using too much of a mentor. Uh, I have one, but I try not to bug him too much uh, unless I really need him. I like to figure it out on my own. That way I learn it and remember it. Yeah, we didn't even... I mentioned that when I introduced you, but we haven't even talked about that. Let's talk about it. You're a licensed insurance agent. Why'd you get the license and what's your, how, how have, how, what success have you had so far, if any, uh, with the license? I got the license because like all investors out there, we love passive income. And it was just another avenue for me to gain passive income. Um, and one that I had a ton of leads coming into working at a brokerage firm we are constantly referring out insurance business to other insurance agents. Now I'm the guy that gets those referrals um, and we can keep that business at our office. It's now, you know, one more service that the Holton Wise Property Group office can provide to our buyers. So that's why I got the license and it wasn't all too difficult to obtain either. Yeah, what, what's in the what, what's involved in getting your license? It's uh, 40 hours of study if you go to classes or you can self-study, which is what I chose to do. It took me about a month to self-study. You take a proctor exam, which pre-qualifies you for the state exam. Um, and then once you pass the proctor exam, you pass the state exam with a 70 or above and you then will obtain your license and now just need to find carriers. Um, so right now, I'm with Nationwide. Uh, I can also sell American Modern, USLI, Foremost. So I'm aligned with a couple of carriers. Okay. You, you take the 40 hours of, self, of study if you go to classes or you do self-study where you, it's at your own pace and took you about a month. Then you take a proctor exam. So that's a in-person exam with someone just roaming around, right? Yeah, you could take it at a library. Um, you could take it at your neighbor's house. I took it at the actual college just because it was At your easier. neighbor's house? How do you take it at a neighbor's house? They allow you to take it anywhere that you have a unbiased opinion there to watch you take the oh test. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Insurance is a little less regulated than real estate. I will tell you that. <laughs> okay. All right, then you but then you have to go take after the proctor exam, then you have to take the state exam, right? Correct. And that is a lot okay. more that is a lot more regulated. You go to a professional testing center, you know, they do a they do a they pat you down, make sure you don't have any ch- materials on you that you could use to cheat. There's a video camera above your head watching you take the test the whole time. It's very silent in the room. You're only allowed to leave the room one time for five minutes for a pee break. Um, yeah, it's much more regulated and restricted when you take your state exam. How many questions on the state exam? 150. Multiple choice? Yes. A, B, C, D? Yep. No E's? No E's. How hard was it? It wasn't that bad. I studied a lot. I took a lot of practice tests and... I ended up, I took my time at the beginning and I ended up getting to where I had one hour left and about 80 questions to go. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get going here. And I think 
just the natural instinct of reading it and not really thinking about it and just answering the question the first time with your gut instinct every time is really what helped me out a lot. How much did it cost in total to become an insurance, a licensed insurance agent? I actually didn't spend any of my own money. The brokerage firm that hired me paid for it all. Okay. For, for regular people. I believe it was about 350 for the, for the, uh, for the schooling and then it's $50 to sit and take your test. Okay. Got it. Take test. And then you said you have to go find carriers. What's the process like to find the carrier? For me, it was, I just called the brokerage firm that I had already had a relationship with. And since he's already got the carriers and he's already affiliated with them, he just had to hire me in as a, as an agent and I was aligned with his carriers. And is there a fee involved with that? There is not. Okay. But, but then he would get uh, some sort of residual income for anyone you bring in, right? Absolutely. Yeah. He gets a small residual and then I get the rest of it. Just like uh, at a real estate firm, you you get your commission split with your brokerage and your agent. Will you help me understand what type of money is in this business? I'm not familiar with it at all from a inside the numbers. Obviously, I have insurance on all my properties and I've worked with insurance agents, but just behind the scenes stuff on a on a on a policy, you can just pick any policy uh, and give us an example. How much would you make on a policy? All right, we'll pick the most popular policy that I write up, which would be a foremost policy, a dwelling policy 3. You're looking at anywhere from eight hundred to eleven hundred dollars for the house, depending on the size of the home and everything else. Um, and the homeowner's credit score plays a big role in what your rate is going to be with the insurance company. Our commission is about ten percent, so we're not really making a whole lot of money. We're looking at maybe a hundred dollars um, for the sale, but it's as long as I have that policy under me, I'm getting paid a hundred dollars every year until they go with a new insurance company. So that could, uh-huh. you know, so if it's a, for homeowners who put their insurance with their mortgage, that's 30 years and they don't even think about it, that I'm going to be making a residual off them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the key is to set it up, then uh, maintain it, maintain the relationship with them and then scale by bringing others in similar to uh, your friend who you uh, hooked up with. Uh, so that they could they could kind of build their empire and then you'll build yours and then it goes from there. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Really interesting. Thanks for that example. You're welcome. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I am ready. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations. Fist bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016. Do you want to make your investment analysis a breeze while making it look like you spent all week working on it? Then go to getrefm.com. 
getrefm.com forward slash valuate. That's G-E-T-R-E-F-M.com forward slash V-A-L-U-A-T-E. This is Bruce Kirsch's company. He's the best ever guest from episode 128. The episode's titled Crash Course on Financial Modeling for Real Estate Investing. Go to his company's website, get the software. You can try it out for free. It's a no-brainer. Get refm.com forward slash valuate. Best ever book you've read? Uh, best ever book I've read. I'm not much of a reader, so it was actually the insurance book that I read to learn everything about insurance. Uh, before that book, I had a couple of ways to make passive income, but this one really is going to explode my passive income avenues. And uh, I'd have to say that I'm most happy about reading that book. What's the What's the name of the title of the book? Is it a textbook or is it something we can buy on Amazon? It, it was just a book from Hondros College. It's the uh, Property and Casualty Insurance book. Oh, that's a sexy title, right? Yeah, nothing fancy. It's property. The Property and Casualty Insurance book is uh, what I believe it was titled as. Insurance book. Okay. If you are able to uh, email me a link uh, for that, uh, before today or tomorrow that would be good and then i'll put it in the show notes for the best ever listeners so they can check it out in case they want to get into the insurance business yeah i could definitely uh hook you up with that i think it's a great avenue for some supplemental income for any real estate agent out there that's listening awesome best ever personal growth experience and what'd you learn from it my best ever personal growth experience had to be aligning with James Wise and the Holton Wise Property Group. Um, you know, I had a pretty good insight from what I've learned and from all the networking groups that I was involved with before I met them, but they kind of did a whole 180 on my on my uh, mindset on how to invest in real estate and the areas to invest in. Um, so that is definitely my best experience that I've had is getting on board with them and really, really learning the nuts and bolts to real estate investing. Best ever deal you've done? The best ever deal I've done, I'm actually in the process of completing right now. It's a four unit building that I'm going to be purchasing for myself to live in and then rent out the other three units. I'm kind of house hacking this one here. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's a uh, purchase price of 170000 3.5% down payment. I get paid on my commission. I get paid when I do the insurance for it. So I'm virtually getting this thing for about $2,800 out of pocket. So I'm really excited about that deal. Best ever way you like to give back? Actually, the best ever way I like to give back is helping my father with his Christmas light display every year. Um, so, <laughs> sounds a little crazy, but his his uh, Christmas light display was showcased on Channel ABC's The Great Christmas Light Fight Show this year. We were the uh, very we were the fifth episode and the second house to be shown on national TV. Um, yeah, so we have about 55,000 lights on our property. It takes anywhere from two to three months to set up the entire display. And he brings in right around $10,000 in 30 days in donations. Oh my gosh. What, there's a TV show about this stuff? Yeah, the Great Christmas Light Fight Show from cha- on, <laughs> on Channel ABC. Oh my gosh! Is that is that a, is that seasonal or is that year round that show? That's a seasonal show. It's a uh, oh. <laughs> competition for fifty thousand dollars. We did not win, unfortunately, but uh, we got great exposure and uh, had over a mile long of traffic regularly in, in front of his home. Oh my gosh! That's all. <laughs> oh, I never know where these interviews are going to go. Which direction? That's so funny. 
What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Uh, the biggest mistake I've made in real estate is buying in an area that I'm not comfortable going with at nighttime. I have a property over in South Collinwood that I rent out that I will never go there at nighttime. If it's an emergency, the uh, the house can wait. It'll wait till eight in the morning when I get up and can get over there because it's uh, just that bad of a neighborhood that you don't want to be caught over there at nighttime alone at least. What's the best ever place the best ever listeners can reach you? The best ever place the best ever listeners can reach me has to be on social media. You can uh, find me on Twitter at Kevin Hogue HWPG. You can find me at LinkedIn at Kevin Hogue HWPG. You can find me on Instagram at Kevin Hogue HWPG. Uh, you can find me on Facebook or Bigger Pockets just at Kevin Hogue. <laughs> there is some very consistent branding going on and shout out to you for that. I, I appreciate your consistency. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I have all my social media linked together so that I can post one time and takes care of all my platforms. Oh, there you go. Well, Kevin, thank you for being on the show, sharing your advice with best ever listeners, talking about many different topics from Cleveland to your uh, focus uh, right now, uh, which is uh, both leasing as well as insurance, the lessons or the questions that you ask during the leasing process, the five questions. Have you ever been evicted? What's your credit score? What's your income? You got any pets? And are you a felon? Uh, then the, and you might phrase them a different way. Um, and then the, uh, the insurance approach where you're talking about what it takes to be an insurance agent and I, I'm, you know, it's a really good learning experience for for anybody who's, even if we're not looking to be an insurance agent, which I'm not looking to be one, it's just really interesting to, to hear what you have to go through and then your business model. Because the more we understand each other's business models, the more we can set deals up and transactions and partnerships up for success. And that's why I love learning the, the nuts and bolts of how you became an insurance agent as well as your compensation structure so that when I'm talking to insurance agents, I know um, how they're thinking in terms of building their own business and I can help them build their own business while I build mine alongside with them. Thanks so much for being on the show, sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners. Talk to you soon. Have a best ever Thank day. Thank you very much, Joe. Glad to be on the show. It was a great time. Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations. Fist bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016. Do you want to make your investment analysis a breeze while making it look like you spent all week working on it? Then go to getrefm.com forward slash valuate. That's getrefm.com forward slash V-A-L-U-A-T-E. This is Bruce Kirsch's company. He's the best ever guest from episode 128. The episode's titled Crash Course on Financial Modeling for Real Estate Investing. Go to his company's website, Get the software. You can try it out for free. It's a no-brainer. Get refm.com forward slash valuate.